Hi, I'm James Law. And I'm Bronte Coy. And this is the latest from the newsroom. It's Monday, March 16. Well, no surprises, J-Law. It's all about coronavirus this morning and we wait to the news the Australian death toll from the virus has risen to five after New South Wales Health confirmed two more people have died over the weekend. In the first case, a 77-year-old woman from Nooseville on the Sunshine Coast died after arriving in Sydney on a flight on Friday. Officials have also confirmed a 90-year-old woman died in Sydney on Saturday at the Macquarie Park nursing home, which has become a cluster. It comes as Prime Minister Scott Morrison warns Australians to expect further restrictions and intrusions to their daily lives as the government takes further steps to stem the spread of the virus. From midnight last night, all people coming to Australia will have to self-isolate for 14 days, while cruise ships will be banned from arriving at Aussie ports for an initial 30 days. Non-essential gatherings of more than 500 people are banned from today, but this doesn't apply to workplaces, schools, universities, supermarkets or public transport. While schools will remain open, social distancing will be increased and aged care facilities are under review. The states will also be considering their own public health emergency status. The PM also advises people not to shake hands, which Donald Trump thinks is a great idea. Have a listen. Getting away from shaking hands is a good thing. And possibly that's something that comes out of this. Maybe people shouldn't be shaking hands for the long term because it does transmit flu and other things. You know. There's also been wide discussion about school closures, but the advice is that it would have a negative impact on tackling COVID-19. Here's how the PM explained it. When you take children out of schools and put them back in the broader community, the ability for them to potentially engage with others increases that risk. Uh, The other issue is the disruption impact that that can have and put at great risk the availability of critical workers such as nurses and doctors and others who are essential in the community because they would have to remain home and look after their children. Mm, We'll see if that changes in the coming days, I reckon. Mm. Meanwhile, the government is clarifying its legal position when it comes to police powers, including whether fines can be handed to individuals who flout self-isolation requirements. The states have reportedly backed the changes who would be responsible for penalties, which could range from 12 months jail to fines of up to $50,000. And it looks like fun is off the table for a little while. There's a whole (laughs) bunch of major events that have been affected by the virus. Vivid Sydney Light Festival, Sydney Royal Easter Show and St Patrick's. Patrick's Day festivities in Sydney, Adelaide, Perth and Brisbane are all canned. It's very sad. But you know what? 2021, they'll be back and better than ever. (laughs) We hope. The NRL will play without crowds from round two next week. Super Rugby's on hold after this weekend's matches. The AFL season will open next week in empty stadiums for the foreseeable future and Anzac Day services and marches on April 25 are being reconsidered. There are now at least 299 cases of COVID-19 across Australia and five have died. Of those, 135 cases are in New South Wales, 57 in Victoria, 62 in Queensland, 20 in South Australia, 17 in Western Australia, 6 in Tasmania, and 1 in the Northern Territory and 1 in the ACT. Harrowing statistics. We'll take a break. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. 
We've had another high-profile coronavirus diagnosis over the weekend. Weekend Today host and Channel 9 entertainment editor Richard Wilkins has tested positive. A Channel 9 spokesman confirmed the news on Sunday, explaining Richard was not showing any symptoms of the virus and had been self-isolating at home since last Thursday. Mm, This is a worry. The statement read, Since he is still without symptoms, the authorities advise that he has not knowingly put others at risk. Although anyone he has been in contact with prior to Thursday afternoon has been notified and will be tested if they show any symptoms of the virus. Richard had been advised to get tested last week after Tom Hanks's wife, Rita Wilson, revealed she'd tested positive and he'd caught up with her backstage at her show a few days beforehand. Okay, From the Newsroom is available on all smart speakers so you can get your news fix at home anytime. Just add From the Newsroom to your Alexa flash briefing or your Google Assistant news list or simply say Play From the Newsroom to get your daily news updates from news.com.au. We'll catch up with you this afternoon. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's yeah. just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilin sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck yeah. to Parkley Prison. Listen to to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.